Hello, Jay here. If I could ask, could you give us a little five-star rate in Apple Podcasts? Go on, please. It won't take long. You can just do it now. That'd be lovely. And share the podcast. Tell your friends. Appreciate it. And on today's show, we're talking to singer, songwriter, and soon-to-be my psychiatrist, Andrea Hoskin. Born in the Philippines and half English, Andrea moved to Thailand as a baby. She tells us about touring with the script and Sam Sparrow and what it's like to grow up here in Phuket. Andrea is one of the smartest and nicest 19-year-olds that we know. In fact, she's one of the smartest and nicest people that we know. She's super cool. I like Andrea. She's lovely. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. Well, that was quick. <laughs> Russell's eating. Um, <clears throat> Andrea Hoskins. Hi. We've never officially met. No, nope, don't think we have. So let's. Um, does that mean I have to be polite and nice? I think so. <laughs> I seriously doubt it. <laughs> um, thank I'd you like to see that, to be fair. You'd like to see what? You being nice and polite and courteous. Don't, don't make this bad from the very off. Let's be. I've had a bad week. It's a week. fine line between bad and accurate. Very true. Hey, um, how are you doing, sweet? Good, thanks. How are you? I'm good. Good to see you. How do you know Russell? See, that's a re- actually genuinely a really good question because I was trying to remember when we first met. I was probably really little, to be honest. Yeah. That's not a... I'm not sure you can <laughs> say <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Without context. Yeah. Let's qualify that one just a little bit more. Daddy is listening. So, um, Jimmy Savile over there. Yeah, I think Emily was Andrea's teacher. When I was three years old. Shut the front door. Nope. Yeah, and, and that's you going, oh my God, no way, that's incredible. Emily right now listening is pulling her hair up, banging her head against the wall, saying, how long ago hi was Miss, that? Hi, Miss Emily. <laughs> Shout out. Right, Miss Emily. Yeah. Don't call her that. I can Sounds only call like her Miss Emily. <laughs> Seems like you're from the Caribbean during the sugar days. <laughs> no, no, it's true. Miss Emily. But when, um, <laughs> when you bump into teachers now, yeah. are you still calling them by... Of course. Um, Miss, absolutely. Of course. I, I can't call them by their first name. 100%. But you are, you call it Miss Emily, but you just put the word Miss there. The thing is, because we were kind of taught to call her Miss Emily, but then as soon as I got to like year one, up until year 13, we had to call teachers by their last names. So every yeah, time normal. I see like my uh, high school teacher now, I say, hey, hey, Mr. Donovan, shout out if you're listening, by the way, Mr. Donovan, yeah. but I can't call Jason. him Tony. <laughs> oh, Tony. <laughs> Tony. Oh. He's like, call me Tony, call me Tony. I'm like, no, 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 just I can't. do it. I can't. So I, I mean, even the same now, I've been back to school reunions in Singapore and you see all the teachers like, hey, Mr. Gray, hey, Mr. Gray, hey. <laughs> You can call me Steve now. No, I just, no, 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 no. can't. But the kids now at the school, they all call the teachers by their first names. Mm-hmm. So I'm chatting with Mr. Webster. Again, shout out Mr. Webster if you're listening. You None of these the people are listening. Well, Mr. <laughs> Webster probably is. So I'm having a chat with him. This little runt of a child comes along and says, um, Steve, who the fuck do you think you're talking to? I bet he doesn't say that. <laughs> yeah. I bet he does no, not I say that. Oh, you said that. Said you that. said that to Steve? Who's no, Steve? I said it to the kid. Which kid are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing with kids all the time? <laughs> Right, okay, so let's get some, let me just get some context on on what's going on. So, Andrea. Yes. I'm assuming that you're not as old as Russell. No. 
Okay. So let, let's let the listeners know. So how old are you? I'm 19. You're 19. And yes. you were born and brought up in Phuket. So I was born in Manila, but I moved to Phuket when I was three months old. Notice the way she's speaking very clearly and professionally <laughs> and eloquently. Enunciating. Right? And I'm not adjusting. Whereas with you, I'm constantly adjusting. When so you say you moved to Phuket. Well, I'm my parents kind of like dumped me here. Yeah. Okay. With them. <laughs> Dragged you along. So exactly. Didn't really have a choice when yeah. I was three months old. You were born in Manila. Yes. So... Your mother's Philippine. Yep. Mom's Filipino. Yes. There you go. And your father is a mank. Yes. I shouldn't say that. Your father's very cool. Oh, I've got police are looking at me. Um, (laughs) Your father is from England. Yes. So you have a Philippine passport. Yes. And an English passport. Yes. And you pretty much grew up in Thailand. Yes. You can say more than yes, honestly. (laughs) If you want to fill in any blanks here, feel free to. Yep. It's like Um, a 20 question. Yep. No, that's me. Um... Mom's Filipino, dad's from the UK. Which one do you like best? Oh, <laughs> come on. Which parent? Yeah. Can't say. Uh. <laughs> They'll decrease my allowance. <laughs> <laughs> you're 19. No. Why are you getting an allowance? No, I'm kidding. I don't no, actually get it. No, you're not, though, are you? I bet you are. I bet you are. <laughs> yeah, Trying to cover up the that fact one. that I get an allowance. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, parents. Yeah, well done. Still at home. <laughs> you're still living at home and you still get an allowance. Exactly. That's pretty damn good. Um, what age did you come to Phuket? Three months. Three months. Oh, pay, thank we're trying to pay attention. She just said that. Yeah. Try to keep up, Jim. A couple of seconds ago. Don't like your attitude today, Russell. <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough. Three months yes. old. What was that like moving here? <laughs> Great. You know, met so many people, yeah. had so many new experiences. And you've got a uh, one brother. I've got an older brother who's 22. Uh, I've got a younger sister who's 18. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So interesting. School-wise, now, she's still at school. Yep. She's in her final year. And what are you doing now? Nothing. Um, living the high life. <laughs> well, no, before we go to living the high life. <laughs> well, we'll backtrack. Okay, so you backtrack. I just want to get okay, the, so where the are now. you right now? Okay, so I graduated uh, when I was 17. So it was 2019. Um, I took a year off. I was writing <laughs> music. I was meant to do a bunch of gigs. I was meant to travel around South America and, you know, live my best life um, on my gap year. Um, and, and now, and what, what happened there? Why, why COVID. Did that, why, why, why did that not take place? Was Unfortunately, anything, this thing uh, called COVID came around. Details. So I spent like the majority of my gap year in Phuket with my family, writing some music. Um, and then in September of last year, I actually went to uni in Durham. I'm actually still in uni. I'm just doing uni it student, online. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a Durham University student. Um, I'm majoring in psychology and I'm minoring in Chinese. Um, so I have class every evening. <laughs> So I'm studying whilst living the high life in Phuket. Whoa, 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 the person who doesn't understand ask some questions. <laughs> majoring in psychology, yes. minoring Mandarin. in Mandarin. Yes. What does that mean? I don't um, understand the major minor thing. So basically oh, I, do, <laughs> I do, let's say around like 12 hours of psychology a week and then I'll do three hours of Mandarin. So the major my part degree, of time is... Yeah, my degree is psychology, but on the side, I'm learning Mandarin. But with what the hopes does that of going to China. Okay, so what does that on the side give you? Does that, that doesn't give you the degree in No, it Mandarin. doesn't give it's me the degree, but basically with my degree, you have 20 like optional credits, which is like a module, so you can choose... Um, you can choose it from whatever subject you like. I have some friends that are doing biology, French, Spanish. You can choose whatever you like, and I just happen to choose Mandarin. As you do. Okay, yep. carry on with your online learning stuff. In terms of your online learning, yep. 
in terms of going to lectures, just how does that work with the time difference? Are you um, spending all your lectures at night or? The thing is my lectures are actually at night, but um, because of COVID, they're recording all the lectures. So, so I can sort of just back, watch yeah. them whenever I want, if I choose to watch okay. them. <laughs> right. How are you finding the whole online experience? Personally, like in the beginning, I didn't think it was too bad. And I was like, what are all these high school kids complaining about? You know, you have so much free time, but like um, it's second term into university and I'm just struggling to plow through my lectures. Right. What do you classify as a kid? Kid? Yeah, <laughs> that's a fair question. <laughs> no, okay, like up until the age of 18, but then I still call myself a kid, so I don't really know because in my mind, I still think I'm like 15. Well, to be fair, we act like kids. Yeah, so we're kind of all kids at this point. We're all kind of kids together. Yep. I think yep. it's like the mentality that you choose to have rather than your actual age. Very good point. Wise Very good point. You're only young once but can stay immature indefinitely. Exactly. Um, Amen. Before we move on to how you got to university and all that, what was it like growing up in Phuket? Because we've, I think you're the only... You're the only <laughs> I was going to say white face. And that's, <laughs> the most, that's the most racist thing in the world. You're the only foreign person I think we've had had on that's uh-huh. actually grown up in Phuket. Oh, I'm yeah. trying to think. The youngest person we've had on the podcast as well. <laughs> Setting new boundaries. Yes. <laughs> nice. So, what was it like for you growing um, up? It was really nice, relaxing. Um, now you'd be honest now. It was a little bit on the repetitive and boring side because everyone kind of knew everyone, and you were just going to Central every single Saturday, um, and you'd always bump into people. But it was nice. I had a nice group of friends. When you went back to last year, you did a, a term at uni? In yes, in September. So I did September till December in Durham. Okay. And how did you find that in terms of uh, like a bit of a culture shock going back to the UK? Or um, I don't think, I, back, I wouldn't say culture shock because I think I'm pretty, like I'm a pretty open-minded person and my dad's from the UK and my family is from the UK. Um, but I just think what shocked me the most was the weather. <laughs> <laughs> I do not, you've had been to the UK. I have, but like, Durham is, is Durham is so far north, it's basically in Scotland. So in November, it reached like zero degrees. Hold on, sorry, Miss Emily. <laughs> <laughs> it was so cold. I always had to wear like four layers just walking to get my breakfast. So. From the bedroom to the kitchen. <laughs> no, the thing is, because we were indoors. <laughs> no, okay, I'll give a bit of context. So I was in the catered college, so we, had, we basically Ooh. got three meals a day provided to us, and it was in a separate building. I had to walk... Two minutes <laughs> a whole two to get minutes. to the uh, cafeteria or refectory. What do you call it in England? Dining hall. It, it goes by number, any of those Dining names. Dining hall. Dining hall. Cafeteria. Refectory. I think refectory is American. Yeah. Refect. What? Refectory. That's not a word. It is. It is. No, it's d- all right, you it, two. It, it means food. <laughs> Don't team up on me. No, food means food. Yeah. Bullshit. Um, so we're gonna get. Should we hit the sing a bit now? Well, no, cause, no. Because I was asking that point because I found it when I went back to the UK for uni, having grown up in the Far East as well, I found it a real you in big the Far shit. East? Singapore, Hong Kong, is called the Far East. Is it called the Far East? I thought that was just a story. I thought that was just like a pirate thing, honestly. <laughs> it's like one of those things that Peter Pan goes to, the oh. Far East. <laughs> what day is it today? Yeah, quite. Is it Wednesday? Yeah. <sighs> We're making mental note, never to do podcasts in the middle of the week again. I like Wednesday podcasts because <laughs> I'm just not with it. Anyway, go back to your Peter no, Pan I story. personally found it a bit of a culture shock just coming from this area back to UK? Um, I just don't think I've experienced it enough. I think I've met like 10 people because of COVID. So, and I was, yeah. I was put in a household with like eight other international kids and like four British people. So I didn't necessarily like get so to experience So you're like in a shared dormitory yeah. sort of household. Okay. Yeah, so it was all right. 
far out. You're, you're not jumping out that you've really enjoyed this whole university experience so um, far. Well, the thing You've is, hardly sampled it, really. <laughs> like, two weeks into my uni experience, some people in my corridor caught COVID. So then we had to quarantine for around two weeks. And I had to stay in my room. And then food got delivered to me. And the thing is, like, the food was really, really bad. <laughs> um, and people kept stealing my food that I ordered, like, online. My food kept... My food kept getting stolen like almost every day, so I just didn't eat for two weeks. So it wasn't oh. necessarily the best. But. When I was at university, I didn't eat for about three years. Yeah. So <laughs> get can, over it. Can, All right, can, 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 suck it up. Suck it up. I was cooking on a camping stove in my room. No word of a lie. That's all I had. I had hot dogs, a tin of hot dogs, which were about 27p. Ooh, Excellent. The best. Yeah. yeah, lovely. When you finished school, um, well, Better question. Why did you choose psychology? Was that something that you just thought? Yeah, it was not, my or? it was my favorite subject. Like in school, okay. to be fair, like before doing the IB, which is like the high school diploma program, um, I really wanted to like go into finance and be an accountant and work at a bank. And you then, strike me as the type. Yeah, <laughs> and then I just is that honestly what you really wanted yeah, to do? Yeah, I wanted to be an accountant. I love maths. Like, yeah, other than psychology, I love maths. What does your mum? I, I know your mum, but she no, I don't. What does used she to be a stewardess. Um, okay, but she's now oh, an interior right, designer. Yeah. And she manages villas. Okay. Mm. Um, my dad. On yeah, we the know other what hand. he does. He's into trafficking <laughs> he's and, and drug dealing. Dodgy, dodgy, dodgy. In fact, the man. police have turned up waiting for your oh, dad no. to come yeah. and pick you up. I think that's what they're here for. Um, no, your dad's into events and obviously yes. entertainment and stuff like that. And he's got some great stories. Yeah. I need to talk to him about wrestling. Yeah. Wrestling. He used to promote wrestling years and years and years before yeah, did, you were born. Didn't you know he was a wrestler? No way. Yeah. In the whole leotard and everything. You've heard of Big Daddy? Yeah. That's your dad. Um, <laughs> oh God! <laughs> um, where was I going? So, you've got an entertainment father, yep. or, or events manager, and yep. you've got a stewardess or air stewardess, stroke interior designer, and you yep. wanted to be into accounts. Yes, Where I love maths. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. I like maths. And then, cool. and then I kind of like. I wasn't really sure what subjects I wanted to take, and then a friend recommended because all my friends were kind of taking psychology, and they're like, "Just take it, so we can be in class together." Because I was <laughs> doing, you know, econ, business, and I was like, they weren't in any of my classes, so I was like, "Okay, I'll just I'll take psychology instead of economics, and then we'll see where it goes." And then a year into taking psychology, I was like, "No, nope, want to do this? I want to do this in uni." Cool. Yeah. So what is the what is <laughs> what is psychology? Yeah. What's your end Good game? question. Yeah. Well, I'm, oh, I'm asking wow. you. It's, it's a great question. Um. It's basically just understanding how people work, what's going on in your brains. The thing is, every time I sort of like introduce myself and I say I take psychology, the first thing people say is like, are you analyzing me like right now? Are you analyzing me right now? Yes. yes. <laughs> in my head. Yeah. <laughs> made a checklist. Yeah. <laughs> the type don't worry, of because I'm here. Good luck. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to get in, in terms of starting honestly. at a high. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to get in this head. Yeah. It's not good. If you need a case study. That, that, I got you. This man right here, that's your dissertation. Amazing. <laughs> oh, I'd love to have a dissertation about me. Yeah. It'd be lovely, wouldn't it? Yeah. Did you do your dissertation on? Oh, Jay the Shark. Yeah, Who? Yeah. Who's that? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um, do you enjoy the psychology? What, what's the, well, sorry, not, you do obviously enjoy it. What's the end game of the psychology? Let's say, you know, you get it, you get the degree, and yep. we'll leave the other career path yep. to one side for now. Um, the thing is, like, I kind of, it's really niche what I kind of want to go into, but I want to kind of be a counselor slash psychologist for musicians suffering from like post-performance and post-tour like depression and anxiety that often like result in like turning to addiction because they can't really cope with this 
post-performance like depression. It's basically like when you're on stage, everyone kind of loves you, you have all this adrenaline, and then you go into your hotel room and like you're all alone and no one's really there, and then this like change in adrenaline and emotions like leads people to, you know, resulting in taking drugs and going out binge drinking. So I kind of want to help artists like suffering with that. And you don't need to limit it to artists. It could be, I mean, take like sports. anyone. Yes, yeah, sports, exactly. Sports performers. Exactly. A lot of the, um, a lot of the top tennis players will say the same thing. It's amazing when you've, you've won a tournament yeah. in two weeks and you finally lift the trophy, the crowd are going yeah. nuts and you get in the taxi and you go back to the hotel. And no it's just like, yeah. all right, you, you might have your family there, but it's just like, exactly. It's such a drop. Yep. Really I can relate it. to all of that. Yeah. No, I honestly really can. No, <laughs> nice. when, when I've, I've got one Wimbledon, but... No, <laughs> I tried. I wasn't yeah. very good. Um, I've been on the common and picked up some litter. There's a Womble <laughs> joke for you. Um, I've done a few gigs, and I do get the same. You get the buzz when you perform, and as soon as you step off it, it, ju it does down. just go exactly. straight down. Mm. And straight there's like down. barely any research on it. No one's... People kind of know it's going on. Well, it's happened to me. It's happened to you both, and... Like no one, there's not much research on it, so I kind of want to be in that field. And the problem is, people. it then becomes a drug because you want to do more. But exactly. the more you do, then the more depressed and down you exactly. get. Yes. So because it, it is a cycle, and it's one of the reasons. And I can tell you this: when you and I did my stupid, crazy performance, two seconds after that, after we finished it, I was feeling probably as worse as I was when yep. I before I'd yeah. even started. Exactly. And the reason I didn't want to do more was because I just didn't feel, it didn't get the buzz from it. I thought I'd do this performance and all of a sudden I'm going to feel great. All this depression I had been having would go away. Exactly. And it didn't. Mm. Exactly. It just came back. Yeah. And it's the same with doing the comedy videos. You know, I really want to do more and more and more. And I don't because I do one and it's funny and then it's, well, I, I feel crap. I that adrenaline and it just goes, evaporates. It's a yeah. really interesting, I, I think that's a really interesting thing. Thanks. And also we, we focus on the end game of a performance, a, yep. whether it's I'm on stage, I'm going to do this gig, or whether it's a, a stage, whatever it is, yep. or, or a sport, it's to achieve a, a particular goal. Exactly. And you plan everything. I mean, you, you might talk to psychologists about you know prepping yourself for being on stage and all yep. of that. No one ever prepares for after. what happens after. You yeah. can, sorry, I'm going to interrupt again. You can <laughs> even say for the burger competition. I had the biggest it burger competition. You know, I had 2,500 people come to me. You, I don't think you were here. Were you here at the time or not? Which competition? Oh, there you go. You weren't. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> I wasn't there then. Who, who gets best burger? Um, ah. Yeah. Ah. So we did it in November last year. We had 2,500 people come. Wow. It was huge. It was the biggest event probably in Phuket. It's awesome. For last year. Yeah. And I'm on stage and we're doing it. I hold the trophy up. Well done, Neil. Congratulations. As soon as that's done, yeah. I'm on a right downer. Yeah. yeah. You know, and everyone's saying, oh, Jay, best event ever. It's great. When are you going to do the next one? I'm like, not interested don't exactly. want to talk to anyone just stay away you know that was that was me so i first kind of experienced this when i was like on tour with the script and i was so excited and it was like the first problem yeah whoa, yeah whoa, yeah yeah you whoa, can't just whoa. throw that out whoa there. you can't yeah. say yeah when i was on tour with the script so right. yes uh for the context, so for the context get, um i toured for the script in, i think 2018 but let's get let's go big, oh big, okay big, yeah, yeah, when did this, okay so let's uh, you're you are a singer yeah and a writer a yes. songwriter We'll get to Russell's so-called songwriting, songwriting. <laughs> and singing in a minute, yep. which was the first thing you said when you walked in. You said, oh, yeah. Russell, I didn't realize you were a singer. Yeah. And he yeah. went, oh, I'm I a songwriter. I was, I was so surprised. He's like, yeah, let's, let's um, sing something together. I was like, what? You <laughs> sing? <laughs> okay. No offense taken. Yeah. So anyway, when did you first start singing? Um, I was really young. My mom kind of signed me up for like singing lessons and choir. And I was like, what the heck is this? 
I was in a room with this lady who was like teaching me to sing and I was like, what the heck is going on? What age was this? Probably like six. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was so young. I think the first song I ever sang was like The Bare Necessities and I was six years old. Russell? <laughs> Do you know Jungle it? Book. Jungle Book. No, I'm just seeing if Russell can sing yeah. it. Yeah, you know, this our, our so-called singer. Words, I'll probably give it a crack. Uh, you must know the words The Bare Necessities. Shall I help you? Go on, huh? Look, Look for, for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. There you go, see? Yeah, and That's then the title I sort of <laughs> formed a band when I was in year six, and then I sang at my year six graduation. Stop. Year six is, I'm just trying to work it out I now. I was like 11. So, yes. 10 or 11. Must be 10, I, because I think year six is in the middle. Just put yeah. a little segue into the podcast for all the international uh, committee educated education committees that are listening to this particular podcast can we please have a uniform standard of age groups for school so if it's year six you're six years old if it's year 11 you're 11 years old just do it year that way. 18 it's well, just i was so disappointed because when i was at school they changed it from whatever it was i i would you get first year second year third year fourth year fifth year and then you move you on to... again. Yeah, exactly. So, and so we were getting up to fifth year and then they changed it to now you're year 11. I don't want to be year 11. I want to be fifth year because fifth years were cool. <laughs> year 11s were douchebags. It's very, it's very confusing. So year six is how old? Ten? I want to say ten. Well, 10? my daughter's in year four now and she's nine. Okay, so, yeah, so ten, I was around ten. ten, ten I was pretty young for my year. So around ten, eleven. Formed a band. With who was in this band? Oh, these people that you probably don't even know. There's no, but name them and shame them. Will they be listening? <laughs> no idea. They're scattered around the world right now. Are you still in touch? Yeah. Oh, okay. There was name this, and shame. There was this girl called Shayla on the drums, Kayleen on the piano or bass, Tennille on the piano. Tennille? Yeah. Her name's Tennille. Such a nice name. She's Australian. Okay. I'm in Australia right now. All right. Hey, Tennille. And there hey, was Tenille. this other girl called Vicky who was. Oh, it's all on girl vocals. band. Yeah. See, so that was more of a rock, but you didn't want to go down the the, no. the girl band kind girl of. Band. You went down the rock band, honey. Yep, exactly. Okay. So we performed um, at my year six graduation. I was sort of meant to play the piano because I was. I also did piano lessons, but my mom's like, no, honey, you should sing. I was like, okay. <laughs> um, and then I sang, <laughs> I sang in choir. Um, then I also sang in church growing up. And then when I was around like 14 or 13, no, 13, I experienced like my first heartbreak. And then I sort of like used my piano skills and like my singing ability to write a song. And Destroying I him completely. Exactly. <laughs> um, you had lessons with... Siobhan. She, I know Siobhan. Yeah, Canadian Siobhan. Yeah. 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 She's the coolest person ever. Are you still in touch with Siobhan? Still in touch with her. Bless her. Yeah. I hope she's listening. Hi, Siobhan. Is she, is she back in is it Canada? She's I think she's yeah. in Canada at the yeah, she's, moment. Yeah, she went back to Canada. Canada. Yeah. Oh, she was awesome. And then did you... Because obviously you've got connections with Papa. Yes. So what did you... Were you doing stuff with them? Were you in the yes. part of the Papa band as well? Um, I don't think I was in the Papa band. Were you not good enough? Did you get rejected? Were you upset? Were you <laughs> sad? Was it your first rejection? Tell us about that. Very, very How did that depressing. affect your life? <laughs> Very sad, very sad time. Yeah. Didn't manage to make the band. Hence the psychology degree to deal with the after exactly. effects of mm. the rejection. Rejection from Papa. <laughs> but when did you first start thinking, yeah, I want to I do this singing more and more and more and more? Um, I was probably around like 15, 16. Um, I just kept writing more and more music. And at the time, I just wrote it sort of for myself. Because every time I was going through like a breakup or something emotional in school, you know, when you're like 12, 13 years old. Uh, so I, I sort of compiled a bunch of songs. And then the first big song that I wrote, I was 14, almost 15. And it's got, actually called Best Friend. That on Spotify and YouTube, by the way. Um, Good plug. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I wrote it. 
I wrote it as a present for my best friend who is leaving to another school, and I just wrote it for her. I sang it on the guitar on her last day. You know, we all cried, and then I sort of didn't really show <laughs> so it to anyone. So you play guitar as well? Yes. What oh, the hell? Oh yeah, I forgot to include yeah, yeah. that. Um, I taught myself how to play the guitar around 14. Like not very well. I can I can literally just play four chords. Can you do Wonderwall? Yeah, of course. You only need four chords. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's you only you need, need four chords. You need a capo and you need four chords. I don't know what a, ta a tapo capo is. Yeah, whatever. You put it, it on the guitar and then it transposes it, so it changes its key. It what, 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 what? It changes the key. It transposes it. Transpose. Yes. Transpose. Don't you nod, Russell, like Sorry. you know this that, stuff? That one I knew. He knows what that is. Yeah. I don't like you today. I really <laughs> don't like you. Transport. Anyway, okay. Yeah, so I played, I played it on the guitar and then one day I was like, Hey parents, like, do you want to hear some stuff that I've written? And then they're like, ah, it's probably gonna be some like really bad stuff. <laughs> you know, like, what can she do, right? And then I started and then singing Beyonce it to them. Beyonce rocks out, you know. And they're like, wow. So, but your parents must have heard you do stuff before. Not really. Like, they knew that. Are I they could bad parents? <laughs> <laughs> you can say it. They give me, they give me a lot of privacy. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> ah, it's great. Good, I love they, that. They, they built me a soundproof room. So, <laughs> And they give you an allowance, so yeah, they are quite they're smart. They're wonderful. They're yeah. great, great people. Um, so I showed them all the songs that I'd written, and they were like, "Oh, you're actually very good. You're talented." They not your, your father and your mother aren't singers or performers. My mom, my mom can sing. Right. My dad sounds like a dying cat. No offense if you're listening to this when he sings. I think so. you've been quite polite about it. To be fair. <laughs> yeah, I think you've been very polite about it. Uh, I mean, but my mom's great at singing. Well, she's from the Philippines. Exactly. They all sing. <laughs> this is the whole Filipino joke, isn't yeah, it? I yeah. mean, for Christ's sake, you tick the box. I'm in the band. Do you like fried chicken? I love fried chicken. There you go. <laughs> Done. We're, we're sorted. We're sorted. <laughs> Easy. Um, so they heard you write your songs, write your music, and then obviously your father has connections. Yes. So that is useful. So he actually sent off my songs to a bunch of people you know, that he knows, but I was around... 16, uh, 15, 16, my voice wasn't obviously amazing because I was still, you know, going through puberty, my voice and everything was changing. But he sent off my music to some people. One guy in particular is called Kura, who's actually based in Phuket now. But he heard Met my him. music. Nice, really, really yeah. cool guy. So really cool guy. He heard my music and he was like, wow, like she can really like write stuff. I want to work with her. And then he flew over from LA to Phuket, stayed with us for a couple months, and then we tracked like four or five of my vocals for the songs, and then he ended up producing Best Friend. We just put it out there um, with the help of some people. Shout out to Stuart Watson, who helped me so much, you know, with releasing my song, getting me with a distribution partner to help put my music on Spotify and all that. And now Best Friend is doing great excellent yeah so that's the but how many more have you released or is it just the best I've friend written, no i've released around five i think i want to say five but i've written so many it's just all like i'm just waiting for them to get produced gonna do music videos photo shoots all that there's so much that goes into releasing a song yeah <laughs> <laughs> there is i yeah. bet there is it's yeah. not just you just turn up you record it and nope. you go yep um when you say you want to do the music videos so is this the part so which path are you going to take no the thing is because surely, as a musician, I yep. don't know about being a musician because yep. unlike Russell, I'm <laughs> not a musician. Yep. I can sing. I yep. can particularly sing one song. Yep. And that's nice. the only song I can sing. Beyond the Sea. <laughs> only because I had two months worth of lessons for one song. <laughs> it worked, though. Um, but my point being is, you, you're doing, is, the, is the psychology stuff the backup for the university and yeah. then you're going to hit into the music in, or are you trying to balance? How's it? I'm trying at the moment. I'm trying to balance both. Um, if the opportunity comes for my music career, 
Um, I wouldn't mind, you know, taking a year, like taking a break from university to pursue my music career, but I'm sort of just building up my portfolio at the moment, getting my songs produced, so if anyone does come along and wants me to tour, wants me to do this, when everything's open, when COVID's kind of gone, then I can sort of resume my music career and then always have university on the side, because I always think it's good to you know, have a degree to fall back on, just in case. Sure, whoever's writing your stuff to make sure you say, yes, kids, get a degree first. <laughs> yeah. Forget, don't be like Bieber. Bieber's useless. I'm you a huge th- believer in like following your dream, you know, but I also love psychology. Like I love music. Talking of dreams, there he is. Look, old Midas Productions oh, my just walking past. Oh, was it? Yeah, Hi yeah, he's, he's keeping an eye on you. Making Hi, um, he's not keeping an eye on her. I think it's good <laughs> what you're doing. In all fairness, oh, you yeah. know, having that. I joking aside, having a backup of of some sort of and also it's degree not like is good. it's not a case of they're completely disparate. It's not like well, I'm I'm going to try and have a music career, and if that doesn't work, I'll go and do accounting. Exactly. Exactly. It's your, the psychology. Well, she can't do accounting can't, now because she. Yeah. She it, goes in, it goes hand in hand with like what I'm doing now, like music and then this um, artist, you know, counseling, sure. talent counseling. That's, after. I, yeah, that it is such a great hand. idea. Yeah, yeah, that absolutely. is really, really, that is like a ding idea. Thank really you. Like. So let's get, so who have you performed with? Um, or who have you toured with? Because so you mentioned the script and yeah. whoever they are. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know, I'm just joking. I'm just pretending I'm an old guy. They like, like, take that. Um, <laughs> When was the first? Uh, let's before we get onto the script and stuff, because I know that you performed with a few people in Singapore yep. on the stage there. Your first major, well, what you would call your major performance, so not a school performance. What was that? Um, I have to say it was like the talent shows that Papa and like Legend Music hosted. Yep. Um, it was around like a hundred people. Then I decided to sing my own original music. And how did that work out for you? Um, I came like third and second. <laughs> Who was the who were the judges? <laughs> no, I I don't even remember. I think oh, I it, bet was it was Jason one Wilder with one, one of them. One of the guys at the radio. Yeah, Jason. Yeah, Wilder. Jason. Yeah. Him, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, I came like third and second, and I was yeah, like, nice one, oh. Jason. Now look at her. You've ruined her life. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, you know, I'm just gonna keep gonna keep writing music, kind of gonna do my own thing, and then, so that was sort of like the big first performance I had. I was probably like 14, 15. And then so the worst thing is, I think I was probably at one of those, or I was either <laughs> in, I was either I'm sorry, MCing if you were, it. If you were judging, I, I, well, I wasn't allow, ever allowed to judge. I'm sure I MC'd ones because I did one at Royal Paquette Marina where I was MC. Nice. I can't remember if I did the others. Anyway, good for you. Thanks. Uh, while well, you have a drink of water, Russell. Mm-hmm. What's the? Well, how, no, go, go back to the script. How did you? How, how did that come about? Basically. Um, a bunch of potential like opening acts were like sort of sent to them. They're like, okay, here are a few options. And then they kind of liked the music I was doing. But prior to that, I, when I, I first saw the script when I was like 13, I was wearing a cast and I got, to, I got to meet them backstage for the meet and greet. And I was like to them, one day, like I'm gonna sing with you guys or I'm <laughs> gonna sing for you guys. Were you quite confident as a I think as so. A kid. I want to say so. Yeah. I think, I think if you're going to go backstage and walk up to a, you know, an international man, oh, say, I'm going to sing I, I with you. I got them to sign my cast as well, and I still have my cast with their signatures on it in my room. Nice. <laughs> nice. Beautiful. <laughs> That'd be worth thousands of something <laughs> of bar in the future. <laughs> so then they heard my music, and they were like, yeah, we'd love to have you on our tour. And initially, I was just doing one or two dates, but then after I did the first two shows, they're like, come on to our Hong Kong gig. So where was the tour? What were they? Where were they? Um, I did Singapore, Manila, and I was just meant to do those two shows, but then they asked me to sing in Hong Kong with them. Okay, so what was that experience? Because you were going on first before them, I'm assuming. Yes. Not, you're not you're the headlining. <laughs> you're, you're, you're warm up the crowd. 
But how was it like? And oh, let's say, how long did you perform for each show? Um, I did nine songs. Wow. Okay. Eight to nine songs. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. And all your own songs. Um, I did seven, six or seven originals, and then did two or three covers. <laughs> did you cover the script? That would have been awesome. <laughs> and, uh, who was your band at this time? So um, it's actually two boys that I play music with in church. One's an amazing pianist. He's around like 15, but he's probably the best pianist like I'd ever met. There's a drummer. You've heard of Mozart, yeah? Yeah. Beethoven. <laughs> just checking. I think he's just slightly worse than Mozart, but he's like up there. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. And then I got Blaze, who okay. um, is in Legend Music. Pumped yeah. Got him to play the guitar. He's fairly decent on guitar, to be fair. Yeah, he's amazing. I suppose he's worth having around. <laughs> yeah, I like Blaze. Blaze is awesome. He's a, I've known him since I was like 10 years old. He's one. Of, he's just a cool guy. Agreed. He is just a yeah. cool guy. And now he's got his, have you seen his new girlfriend. Yeah, well, we've mm. known, I think we've known since, he was, was, since he was this big. <laughs> Honestly, they're like stuck together like a limpet. You can't yeah. get them off each other. It's <laughs> hilarious. Um, so, I should go back. So, you, uh, nine, seven, eight, nine songs yeah. as a warmer. And people, what was it like? Because how many people were there? No um, one knows who the question. hell you I think, are. I think the script was like six, seven, eight thousand, depending on the location. Mm. Crap. A lot of people. And was that, bum, bum. in terms of, Okay, going on to a, a, was it like National Stadium in Singapore sort of thing? Yeah. yeah so getting on stage there in front of, say, 10,000 people yeah. is one thing compared to singing in church or at a school yeah. gig, right? Yeah. So did you have, was there a middle ground of like, you know, maybe 2,000 people or 3,000, or did you just go from one to the other? Kind of just went from one to the other. And how did you feel about it? Just like, well... Um, I, at the time I had so much adrenaline and excitement that it sort of like didn't phase me. The fact I was going on stage in front of like 8,000 people... And I think like when I walked on stage, after I did my sound check, you know, I was hyped up, ready for my performance. Then I got on stage and the first song, like all the lights are off. So you can't see anyone. It's yeah. great, you know. And then halfway through the middle of my song, they like, tur like turn on the lights. And I'm literally just like, oh, there's people out there. people staring at me. But I was so like in the zone that it didn't really... Who's, really who's mentoring you at this time to go on stage? Um, Kura was helping me, right. uh, my producer, and there was a guy called Stuart Watson who was helping me. He came um, on tour with me and helped sort of like Who is this me. Stuart Watson? You've mentioned him a couple of times. Yeah, so he currently lives in, I think, Nyhorn, but he used to work at like Jive Records and he was like helping Britney Spears at one point in his career. What, shave her head? <laughs> <laughs> Not sure about that face, yeah. but he was sort of like, he's worked with a bunch of artists and he liked what I was doing and then he was giving me some tips and advice and both of my siblings like actually traveled with me. So cool. every Sweet. time I was nervous, I was just staring at them in the audience. It's all because good. Because there must have been some point where you're just like, <gasps> I just need a hug. And who, or are you just totally, no, I'm cool, I'm I kind of in the zone. I was all right. I was all right. But then that's how I kind of got on to like this post-performance anxiety and depression. After this adrenaline rush that I had from being on stage with the script for the first time, I sort of went back to my hotel room and I was like, oh, I feel like crap. Yeah. <laughs> did you stay and watch the, the script show? Oh, of course show? I did. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. a huge script fan. Yeah, ditto. Um, what do you mean ditto? Stop, you're not. <laughs> I like the script. Name one song. The man who will not be moved. Nice, good choice. Oh, don't you, don't be his <laughs> best friend today. Hey, I like you at the moment. We're gonna record a duet soon. <laughs> oh, that's right, that's right. Dumping me straight <laughs> out. I was the one that wanted to do a duet years ago. I you, was the one that wanted to do a You've had your fair podcast, I'm having my fair duet. I do exactly. a podcast for you, <laughs> I, I want a duet too. <laughs> anyway, no, back to you. I know, no more talking until you say yes to my duet. Yes, back to you. <laughs> there we go. 
<laughs> I was going to say, do you want to have a threesome? But that is not. That is really not. Really, really bad. Really, really bad. I don't mean it like that. But what's the word? It was going to the back of my head. I was like, no, 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 no. That's the difference between you and me. Filter. I don't have a filter. When you was on the stage, were you doing any banter with the crowd? Were you just going from song to song to song? I tried to do some banter. And how did it go? Was it like, I yeah, thought, put your hands in the air if you know me? And then went, <laughs> The thing is, like, I'd say stuff and sometimes it'd be dead silent and sometimes people would clap and, like, shout at, like, the wrong time. So I was like, you know what? You'll get better at this with time. Yeah. So when I um, was on tour with Sam Smith, yeah, I also got to go on tour with Sam Smith. <sighs> um, I, another was name out there. I was slightly better and, like, less cringy, I'd say. As a performer, it's great that you... I mean, you, you have that confidence anyway, but you're yeah. right. That little banter with the crowd will, yeah. I guess, will come because the singing, you can practice, you can do it, but you yeah. can never get that banter. And it comes mm. with practice. Sure, sure, sure. Have I'll you done any gigs... Um, <laughs> it sounds quite weird, at a, at a lesser level? Yeah. Like, even in, like in a, a yeah. pub or no, something like that? No, literally, last Friday, I performed at the Mexican. I sang, okay. like, four or five songs. Oh, really? Why were we oh, not wait. there? Why were we yeah, not there? Yeah, you were invited. Were we? <laughs> it was on Facebook. <laughs> Oh. oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. So the world was invited. Mark, Mark Zuckerberg yeah, yeah. didn't tag me on that yeah. one. <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah. Um, are you, when are you, when are you doing that next? Um, Hopefully sometime soon. Oh, you, cool, did yeah, definitely. Soul, you did Soul Shack as well, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did. Right before yeah. I left to uni. Yeah. Okay. So, and here's the thing. with it, If you're going to... Okay, I've done the, the, the former. I've done the small gigs. I haven't done 10,000 people, admittedly, <laughs> at an <laughs> arena. A small gig is not, doesn't count. Like I've, sung mom, a, I've sung in a pub and stuff. and sassy does not count. Of course you it do, does. If there's more than one person there, it's a gig. You're doing karaoke at that Russian bar in Boat <laughs> Avenue. Oh, no, that doesn't count. That doesn't count and at that's all. That's a great story that, as well. That, that was fucking hilarious. That was. But no, any, anywho. Um, but it's a slightly different thing. If you're going to, I'm guessing from a concert point of view, there's 10,000 yeah. people there, but they're all there to see no offense someone else the script yeah right so they're in that sort of buzz yeah so unless you're utterly diabolical you're going to get a fairly decent ride from the yeah. crowd and I'm I am admittedly guessing that yeah. if you're in a pub yeah um, that's a whole different gambit yeah because uh, the expectations are a little bit lower and yeah. also you're then dealing with a crowd that is just I mean sometimes you, you do get a tough crowd yep and how to um, cope, cope with that the thing is now like after performing with like Sam Smith and the script, everyone sort of has like really high like expectations for me. Mm -hmm. Like even at the Mexican, they're like, oh, she's performed with Sam Smith and the script. And a part of me is like, oh my gosh. I'm going to die a little. Now <laughs> I need to live up to like these expectations. But yeah. because I sort of like love music so much, it's not that I don't care what people think. It's like you're kind of, I'm kind of there to have fun and hopefully in return, like you're going to have a great time. And if you don't enjoy my singing, like you can enjoy your drink or some tacos yeah. at the Mexican. <laughs> You yeah. have got a seriously, seriously, seriously good attitude. Thank you. I really wish I had a similar attitude. Thanks. Because I, when I, I, I'm not on your level of performance, <laughs> but when I've DJed or when I've done comedy shows, yeah, yeah, I, I, I just get so upset no, because, if, if people. Yeah. I, I do love what I do, but yeah. I'm not passionate. No, I, when and I, I forget that. When I was in school, literally, like I was just eaten up with all the comments that people were saying. Oh, you look like this. You look like this. You sound like this. Like, and after. After I'd perform, I'm like, oh my god, there was like this one part in my song where I sang like a really bad note and I'd go yep. to my mom and like I'd analyze my performance, but I was like, you know what? They all had a great time. Like, you're yeah. not perfect. Like the other day in the Mexican, like my guitarist and I, like he sort of started playing the wrong song and I was singing the wrong song and I was like, sorry guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, start my this again. song sounds so similar to the point where sometimes it's hard to differentiate what song I'm doing. <laughs> and it's just it's fun. It shows that I'm a human being and because I just love music so much, it's like Okay, your opinion matters, but what matters is that 
I had fun and that I was showcasing my own original music and I had a great night and I got free food after. Sweet! It's great! I love you. Thank you. I, I love, love free you food. Too. <laughs> and free food. No, I think you're, that, that is such a great attitude to have. Thanks. It really is. Do you also find with the crowds that you get, um, and I guess this must be the same for everyone, but yeah. do you... The, not not so much the bigger the crowd, but the, the more engaged the crowd that you're going to feed off of that. Oh, if it's 100%. just people sitting around drinking in, oh, yeah, she's great is one thing. But if they're singing with you and getting yeah. into it, that gives you more. For sure. And that's why, like, when this doesn't necessarily piss me off, but like when a musician... This is, pisses her off. Yeah, 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 yeah. it really pisses me <laughs> off. But like when a musician is performing and when people like talk during the show, like, okay, you can talk during the break and stuff. That's why like whenever I'm watching someone, I never talk because you can always hear people talking in the background and you think that they're not paying attention. But when, when I hear that sort of stuff, I just like close my eyes and I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to pretend I'm singing but in my room. How yeah. does it work if you're at the Mexican singing yeah. and Russ and I have been at the Mexican while other yeah. people have been singing and we're yeah. having a conversation. Yeah. Do you want us just to stop and just listen to you, even though we're there to have a... That's the the thing. It sort of it sort of depends. Like it depends it's not on a the music, vibe. We're not but going out to the music no, gig. Exactly. That's the point there. I was we're making. Exactly. Second ghost, not exactly. an event. But when I when I was sort of singing at the Mexican, it was like promoted that people were going to go there specifically to watch me sing. And if that's sort of the case, like it would be nice if people you know like respected that. But again, if it's like Friday night in Patong and you're listening to a band and you're having a few drinks, like that's a different story. Do you like people shouting out? Can I get up and sing or sing along with you? Oh, not I love it. I love names. it. Oh, I damn love it. it. That's like, not what you should have said. No. And don't high five it. No, oh, especially <laughs> when people don't know. Don't do that. Especially don't. when people know the lyrics to my original music. And oh, they're no, we're talking along. about just rock songs that he knows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's great that they're engaged. Yeah, exactly. I got engaged. I was going to say, prefer, <laughs> oh, you prefer them to be single, but anyway, <laughs> but I'm oh, here all week. <laughs> Psychoanalyze this now. <laughs> yeah. No, no, see, when I, I already am. When I, when I mentioned about your dissertation, I shit you not. Oh, I will. I'd be pretty Case good study. at this. Yeah. Um, Sam Smith. Yeah. So who was first, script or Sam Smith? The script was first. Okay, who's better, Sam Smith oh, or the script? script all day long. Amazing. Oh, come on. No, no. can't choose. Can't choose. Neither, neither of them, <laughs> old missing. Mr. Script and Mr. Smith, are listening. Both are amazing. Both were completely different. One was a band, one was a solo singer. <laughs> thanks, thanks for that. <laughs> So what was, uh, was Sam Smith again was in Singapore and... Uh, Sam Smith was Singapore, Manila and Bangkok. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And was that, you had the similar band join you as well? Yeah, similar band. Okay. Yeah. And in terms of, uh, obviously COVID aside, in terms of, you, did you have gigs, other gigs planned or penned in for I last was, year? Or? I was meant to do a couple of gigs and like I was meant to also like do a road trip in the UK and I was meant to be touring there. But because of COVID, everything's sort of cancelled at the moment. Uh, if, sorry. sorry. No, before you do, if you ever get the opportunity to front for Elton John, <laughs> bitch, please. Okay, I got you. That, that, is, my, that is my ultimate. That's, that's all. Top, no, no, it's, 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 this no, is my. I don't mind that, but you can't say bitch, please. <laughs> just did. And if you hadn't have said anything, it would have just slid over that but nicely. No. <laughs> and said, nobody would have known. But you said bitch, please. <laughs> yeah. I need to know about this. Is your name you. Letitia? Are you from? Because as much as I would love to do a duet with you, I'm putting Elton just All above right. you. Makes sense. Russell wants a bit of Elton. I would kill or die to Russell would kill or die to have a bit of Elton. Bend over forwards to do a duet with Elton. Oh God. <laughs> um, if you did a road trip in the UK, you're obviously your band. So how does it work with? Um, I would sort of play the guitar or piano myself okay. or I'd sing but with what, Blaze, hand. Blaze, oh, she has, she's ditching Blaze. Sorry, Blaze. Blaze. Oh, oh, Blaze, mate. Put between your knees and do that. <laughs> 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 
Bring back one-man bands. That's what I say. There's <laughs> not close. enough one-man bands Missed in it. Yeah, yeah, they were brilliant. You can blink to pull the hi-hats. Exactly. <laughs> and yeah, the harmonica. <laughs> I don't know what that was. No harmonica sound, but <laughs> yeah. And the little, then the, the <laughs> under the arm. Remember that one. <laughs> so that's a no, then. Um, <laughs> nope. I don't know where to go from that. No. Russell, help me. Oh dear. But no, you haven't got any gigs. You didn't have anything planned. It was no, just to be nothing sort of like okay. planned at the moment. But I'm really in like the songwriting zone. I think I've written like ten songs in the past month. And what's your style? I mean, singer well, songwriter. People will say my music sounds like Taylor Swift music, but okay. that's a very big compliment. Uh, take it. <laughs> Run with that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Just the joke in my head. And no, it was, it Jay, was no, no. It, it was all. Say it. It was, no, 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 no. It was all about someone from Preston, and it's a terrible, very rude joke using that word. That I would beep out, and I'm not going to do it. Um, so you're into country and western. Yes. Okay. Love Hence Taylor the Swift. from yes. someone from yes, Preston. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like Taylor Swift. She's, She's cool. Great. She has issues with her writing. So have you listened to what she did with the copyright stuff? And are you going to keep it all to yourself, or are you going to give it away? <laughs> What's your plans with your future music? In regards to like distribution? Well, just be careful, that's all. Exactly. Just write your name at the bottom. This yeah. is mine. This is mine. Yeah. Post, it to, post it to yourself. <laughs> Andrea's stuff. Andrea, do not touch it. Just how re- many register songs? post it to yourself. How many, how many songs do you throw away? None. Um, none. No, I kind of just have all my songs like in a book or like on Google Drive. And then <laughs> <laughs> I swear if anyone has access to either one, my voice memos, like on my phone, or my Google Drive, like they will be set because I just keep everything on there. You're like Alan Partridge on the bit. I've got an idea for a song, and you just start singing it, and you record your voice. Yeah. That you don't, so you don't write so much. No, you more I will. I will grab my guitar. I will sing a melody with some lyrics, like over some chords, and then I will, if it's good, I will actually like title the voice memo like "This is good." Because I'll have a hundred <laughs> voice memos. And this then is I, gooder. Yeah, this is. Gooder. This is really gooder. <laughs> this is the goodest. <laughs> Because some of the stuff I come up with is terrible, and then it's all this like, is shit. When you, when you record something in your voice memos, it actually like records like the location of yeah. where you are. So it's all like, I'm not like for example, Durham University, like Durham University, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, all the way to like up till fifty, and then I'll be like, this is good. Finish this. <laughs> 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 what comes to you first? Is it the music or the lyrics, or do you do um, them both, both at the same, at same time? time. Like yeah. I just drum out some chords, and then. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we've lost Jay. <laughs> He's dying. No, I, you know, track some chords down and then I will... <laughs> You're smart for 19. Yeah. You are so smart for 19. <laughs> and then I will sing a melody with some lyrics at the same time. But, okay, the, the question is, it's not so much, you, do you have lyrics in your head that you want to use or no. is it just a case that they're just coming to you, it right? In your yeah. head? Yeah. In your head? In your head. <laughs> See ya? Thank you. Thank you. I'll be a week. I'll just drop this. Yeah. Yeah. Drop the mic. Yeah. See you later. <laughs> um, country and Western style. Oh, yeah. Before oh, we go, go on to that, now I was going to ask if someone gave you some lyrics and said that this is I've written this song, would you feel that you, yeah I can easily put a tune to that? Yeah. And vice versa, if someone gives you a tune, would you be happy writing lyrics for it? Yeah, it's um, it's a lot easier. It's a lot easier. But I think if someone comes to me with lyrics, um, it's probably the easiest to turn that into a song rather than coming up with a melody and then trying to find the lyrics like on top of that because lyrics are sort of like they're really personal yeah i usually write stuff about you know stuff that happens to me sure who that's why i've got like the inspiration but if someone goes here's a melody try to write something on top i'm kind of like uh what do you want me to write about but do you not find it then becomes about the emotion that that melody gives to you in terms of like the song the lyrics i write on top of that well yeah because if if you hear a, a tune yeah 
or, or melody or riff, whatever, it's yeah. going to invoke some sort of emotion, but whether it's melancholic, whether it's, yeah, it's aggressive. Yeah, I think so. But I think, I think in regards to like my songwriting, it's, I love writing like a melody that that kind of like suits the lyric, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like if someone gave me a melody, it's hard for me to like emotionally connect to the melody because I didn't really just write it. Yeah. yeah, and unless if they just gave me okay, if they gave me a melody and like here write something on top of this, I'd want them to also give me a topic. So I kind of like separate myself from that. Like I'm writing this song specifically for them, mm -hmm. and it doesn't really have like an association with me or the way I'm feeling at this point. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, Jay. Which do you prefer, songwriting or singing? Oh, uh, so. Or good singing question. your own songs. <laughs> <laughs> I growing up, like I loved songwriting so much because, like, I was confident, but I was also like really self-critical. I was like, oh my god, like I'm gonna be on stage. Like, how do I look? And am I gonna sing like a wrong note? I do like a two-hour vocal warm-up. I wouldn't eat dairy for 24 hours. I would drink honey lemon teas every 30 minutes to soothe my voice. I'd use like a steamer, a steamer to like moisturize my vocal cords. Um, so I loved songwriting so much like growing up and I still love songwriting now But now that I've sort of like come to accept that my voice is this way and I love the way I sort of like Evoke like happiness in people when I sing so I think now I'm sort of shifting More so to singing but singing my own music is the best option Cool. Can't yeah. argue with that. Yeah <laughs> Far out. So okay looking a little bit ahead um, And this is we ask this question to everyone, but yep. I'm I'm fairly confident you're at the, the earlier end of it. So I'm, ex I'm expecting a big answer. That's what I'm okay. setting you up for. What sort of things have you got on your bucket list? Oh. Yeah. I really want to travel. Like, I want to well, go to every... Well, who the fuck doesn't at the minute, to be honest? <laughs> I don't think that's allowed. That's not no, an okay. answer right now. I really want to go skydiving. Oh, cool. Day. I want to go skydiving. Tandem or solo? You've got to oh, do Tandem's got to be first. You've got to do a tandem first anyway. I think i up to solo eventually but probably tandem, yeah. I think to start with, you've got to be tandem anyway. Oh, no, but you might just want to yeah. always want to do it tandem. No, fair enough. Because the thing is, I don't really like, I'm not going to lie, like I don't live life Heights. on the edge. Like I'm sort of just like, okay, I'm going <laughs> to go. This is as like, edgy as it gets. No, like, I'm gonna, like when I drive a car, like I don't really like drive in the fast lane. I'm like really safe about everything. And I'm like, do I want to do this? Because I could potentially like injure myself. But you're quite this. happy to jump out of a perfectly good I airplane. I want to like, you know, I want to be more like daredevilly, you know. I want to be more fearless, and I want to be able to do things and like have no regrets. Oh, no future. regrets! That could be a good song title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure to give you your royalties on that. Yeah, I think absolutely. There is one called No Regrets, is it? It must be. <laughs> think, oh, Russell. That's, that's the top of my head. Uh, yeah. Skydiving. Anything what else? else? While you drink your water. <laughs> um, what else do I want to do? Well, when you say travel, is there anywhere specific that you wanted to go, or? Um, where do I want to go? I'd really like to do South America. I was actually there for six days last year. I was meant to be there for a month and I was meant to see Machu Picchu, but because of COVID, I had to go home. Is he a singer or a band? <laughs> <laughs> go check him out on Spotify. Yeah. Okay, I will do, <laughs> if I could spell it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even Did spell it. Did you actually too. go down into the ruins for, or just up to the peak and look over them? In Machu Picchu? Yeah. I didn't actually get to go. Oh, you didn't go? Oh, right, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Gotcha. So I was two days away from Did he have COVID? <laughs> I hope he's recovered he all right. Who hasn't? He put on his Instagram story that he was recovering. Did he? Old Mitch Pichu. I'm going to go find one to start following Mitch. Yeah. Sounds like a good guy. A lot of people go to Mitch. They do. Did you beat to Mitch? I've never been. You want to go to Mitch? No, well, yes and no. I just, it's one of those, it, it seems like a really good idea. It's one of those, yeah, everyone should be on you to do this. But it's yeah. so one of those commercialized yeah. hotspots. It's like doing, like, everyone's, oh, we should go to a base camp at Everest. And it's just like lines of people trudging slowly. Just True. Like, it's... Oh, you want lines? Go to Ibiza. <laughs> <laughs> what, what else?
else is on your apart from that? I'd like to do South America. Argentina has always been on mine. A lot of people on the pod have mm. said embrace uh, South America as a travel spot. What about for your career? Obviously, yeah. singing um, and is so one thing. So who would thing you like to sing with? Oh, my oh that's a good thing. If Who'd like to do a duet or a threesome with? Other than me. <laughs> Top two people. Um, one would have to be Taylor Swift. Two, Ed Sheeran. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't mind. <laughs> I'm a Selena Gomez fan myself. Ooh, <laughs> no, she's not good. I like her music, but I'm more I of like the I can care less about her music. She's <laughs> <laughs> the chick is stunning. Uh, okay. <laughs> Did you ever see her in Waverly Place? Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna Never think that? Female crush. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I saw her, and this is a no word lie, when I had my kids, we then downloaded the, the dinosaur one. What's his name? The purple big dinosaur. Barney. 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 Because she started on that. She no. was originally, yeah. And I actually watched the episode where she was on it, and you could see there was, so there was five kids in this episode, and there was one that just, you could tell that she had presence, because she stood out just Christmas. from being Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez. And it was Selena Gomez. And you could just see that one is going to be the star. Well, wow. so didn't Christina Aguilera start on Disney or something? Oh, so did Justin Timberlake. They were yeah, together. Of course, yeah. That's yeah. Right. Wow. yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Britney was in the same group. I think all three of them oh, might have been in the same oh, group. Oh, it's my last year. There you go. Do Disney. It helps you. You're too <laughs> old now. So Taylor Swift, Ed Sheeran, no one else? Um, those are my top two for now. Okay, Alex. And let's say you finish uni, and let's say the singing is good, but the psychology, where would you, and you mentioned China, so do you want to live in China or? Um, I'd love to one day if I could speak fluent Mandarin. Uh, I love like the culture, I love the language, I love the food. Fair enough. Yeah. Can't argue with any of that. Well, I could. Yeah. <laughs> Not gonna, but yeah, yeah I'm sure they could. Um, just one last question on your music. Um, obviously you're very individual in terms of your writing, it's your music, your songs. Yeah. Do you see yourself, uh, would you like to be in a band or do you just want to be like your own have your own sort of support band or, or what have you, uh, but just do your own thing? I personally like... I'm I'd not like, offering, I'd just like so we can be clear about <laughs> that. But <laughs> I thought you were actually just going to ask me if you wanted to do it, like right now. Yeah. I was preparing for it. Just to close. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd like... The thing is, like, I kind of like, like writing my own music and I like being my own mm. like person. Yeah. Um, I also do like, like having a support band, but when I don't necessarily like calling them my support band. I see... I see us kind of as like one as band anyways, yeah. but it's just I have control over like what I'm singing yeah. and what I'm doing. So Andrea and the Hoskinets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. On that note. <laughs> I'm taking it. Just one thing before, because I honestly, do you practice signing your name? Oh, I do. I, you I have like, <laughs> I used to as well. I have like four different signatures. <laughs> yeah, I used to do the same thing. I used to practice to see if I get it right. Never oh, yeah, got it right. <laughs> Couldn't spell it. That was a problem. Um, Andrew, you are a superstar. Thanks, thank you so much for having me. No, no, thanks for being on. It's been great. It's it been has terrific. been brilliant. You are an absolute star, and we'll put all the links to your songs thank you. in the description yeah, and stuff. So, um, yeah. For the four people that are listening, they'll go thank and you guys. Well, it might be five now. Yeah, if, if the script are listening, how many is in the script? Three. Three? You've got three more listeners. Yeah. So, if you could just tag right them right. in the podcast, that would be lush. Exactly. <laughs> Andrew, thank you, darling. Thank, thank you very much. Thank you, sweet. Thanks, Russell. Cheers, bye. Welcome to the outro. Hello, mate. Do you remember this one? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's only been two minutes. <laughs> Andrea, thank you for setting it. I should thank you because you're the one that's that set this one up. It's one of the one of the few that I've actually a few, one of the couple. Yeah. I would say would be a, a better word. Um, yeah, but no. what a good one. I mean, if I'm only going to, do you know what? I was I was thinking about this when we were talking to her a minute ago or two that. She's one of the smartest 19-year-olds. Not that I've met that many 19-year-olds yeah, because just get that out my quickly. Tinder profile doesn't allow 19-year-olds. <laughs> but um, she is one of the smartest 
19-year-olds I think I've ever talked to. She's awesome. She's very... Yeah, no, and she's I, cool. and Do you know what? And I almost, um, almost sent a, a message to her father and her mother straight away afterwards to say, guys, and I think I should do it because yeah. she was just lovely. Absolutely smart, intelligent, funny, got us, yeah. respectful, everything across the board. I just but, thought it was great. But where, I mean, okay, you could, you could always argue that, you know, girls do mature a lot faster than guys. And, you know, we're only in our sort of late 30s, early 40s, and she's 19. So she is going to be way more mature. That's a lot of maturing. Yeah, but girls mature faster than so guys. So you're saying she's like a Stilton and we're still like a young cheddar. <laughs> It's not quite where I was going to go with it. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> to, be, to be fair. There's a joke about no, veins there. And unfortunately... No, 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 no. We'll leave that one. Should have done that for a different one. No, she's a very, very cool chick, but she's also very switched on. She knows... She's got a plan. She's got a direction. She knows what she what she wants. And she's yeah, very mature for her age, but not in a... I don't mean that in a kooky way, but just she's no. just very cool. No, she's very, very cool. I like her you a lot. You could put her in any social setting yes. with any group and she would be fine and adapt and, and work with yeah, it. Yeah, and I actually, I hope I bump into her in more. I don't go out very much. I probably, we, we would not go to the same places, I'm sure. But if we did socialize, I would be very happy to sit and have a, oh, a glass of wine or a, a, no, totally. a, a non-alcoholic beer with her. No, yeah. she's super cool. And we should definitely find out when she's performing next. Um, yes. And toot along and support. And I've... We'll put, I say I, I, I well, it is me. I'll yeah. put all the links in the description. So you go cool. and check out all her music and you can check her out because she's amazing talent. And if we do do a live show, which we are planning to, she will I hope she's still here yeah. because we will definitely get her on. We'll have the same conversation. We'll just play this. Yeah. <laughs> and then she can sing <laughs> and afterwards. And she can perform. Excellent. Yeah. No, she's lovely. Uh, make sure you check us out on the old social medias. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram-ish. Um, yeah. And we're on the, the, on the Twitter um, but the best place to go and find out all about the podcast is... I feel like we've done this really recently. But anyway, the best place would be... I don't be know what you mean, Russ. Phuketpodcast.com. There will take you to all the different places that you can find the podcast. And if you can give us a little five-star rating on Apple Music, or it used to be called iTunes, but it's still now called Apple Music, that'd be lovely. Um, cool. If you've got a dog and you need to train your dog, or if you need Any to look after your dog... Do with that? No. No? No. Oh, here's, here's one. Did you know we've got a beach club? Aside from that, you can always check out caninepointacademy.com. I like caninepointacademy.com. They do a great podcast called Bartcast. It's also available, if I'm not mistaken, on phuketpodcast.com. It is. It is. sort of link back there. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I like how that works. And there's some big news coming for that podcast in there's, a couple there's of weeks. There's a lot of big news coming out. Yeah. Mm. There's a lot of big things popping out. <laughs> a bit like a Russian joke about <laughs> don't buy Russian underpants because your Chernobyl fall out. <laughs> on that point, thanks, Russ. Bye. Bye. <laughs>